Okay, we're rolling. Action. Welcome back, everybody, to Killer Babes. I'm Katie. And I'm Kirby. <laughs> I think they know it's a podcast at this point. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're like, oh, it's a video. I'm expecting like a two hour long program. You probably clicked on a podcast link. Um, so this is a podcast, but welcome. Anyway, any shape or form we're in, we welcome you to yes. episode 62 yeah great 62 hooray hooray <laughs> this week we're doing an episode that we probably could have done last week because it Definitely. is pretty um scary halloween themed yep but we're still in october november and technically until thanksgiving i think you can enter spooky season anyone wondering if November 1st is the deadline for holiday decorations or Halloween, I think, I think we should start like a new thing where up until Thanksgiving, we celebrate Halloween. Okay. Like it's I mean, spooky fall. Yeah. I, we, I kind of do. Like I leave up all my pumpkins and stuff till Thanksgiving because it's still like pumpkin season. But do you take down all the ghosts? Yeah. Because my See? soul, my soul just tends to air more towards like the holly jolly. Oh, I am. I don't say, oh, like, oh, because I'm the same. <laughs> like judging. <laughs> I have not listened to my first holiday music, but um, it's coming. Yeah. You know what I do? I don't listen to Christmas music straight out yet, but I listen to Christmas jazz music. Because it feels to me like it's acceptable because no one's like saying any words. It's acoustic. But it still sounds like Christmas music, so it's still like the. It's an almost an intro. It gets yeah, sliding into it. It's, it's so funny fun. too because at work I can't say Christmas, so I've like trained myself to just say holidays. Mm. Like it's a holiday tree. It's a holiday dinner. It's a holiday, and I just realized it when you said Christmas music, and I was like, oh yeah, wait, I can say it. You can say <laughs> it so here. Fun. Actually, you can't say it here. We're putting the Christ back in Christmas here at Killer Babes. That's controversial. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> wow. I was like, okay, we're taking a hard stance now, are we? Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just kidding. Um, happy everything. And yeah, we can still celebrate spooky season. I think that's fine. We declare it fine. So that's why this week we're talking about a little bit of us. Well, wait, we're called Killer Babes. Our whole podcast is spooky. What am I talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we just do it all year round. Yeah. It's yeah. always spooky season in our hearts. Definitely. But it especially is in like New England because right now the leaves are changing or dropping because of the storms we've had yeah, and the I weather mean, is freezing in the morning. Yeah, the leaves are almost bare at this point. I drive home and it's dark. Like it is, we, we are still in spooky season, people. No, it's, a, it's about to get real spooky for the next six months when we're in total darkness and total frigid weather. I'm not there yet. <laughs> that's too mm. that's too far in advance. Yeah, I know. Well, anyway, let's keep the spooky season going, folks. This week on Killer Babes, because we're talking about New England's Nightmare on Elm Street. Now we've all heard of Nightmare on Elm Street with Freddy Krueger. Um, have you ever seen the movie? Yes, I have. Okay, I have too, but it was a long time ago, and I. Don't remember everything, except I do remember what Freddy Krueger looked like. And he was creepy AF. 
and I remember he haunts your dreams. Mm-hmm. It's like a he- classic uh, Halloween costume. Yeah, that's true. Is. With like the hat, like the yep, and the oh. the shirt that's striped. Like yeah. people can just go as a basic one with just the striped shirt, and you still know who they are. That's true. That's true. Well, this week we're telling you about New England's nightmare on Elm Street. We're going to bring you two tales of two men from New England that sound an awful lot like the Nightmare on Elm Street movies with Freddy Krueger. This story takes place at Camp Karana in Cumberland, Rhode Island, and we'll let you decide if the story is true or just folklore. So first, we're going to talk about Camp Karana. Tucked away in the woods of Cumberland, Rhode Island, lies Camp Karana. Located at 500 Reservoir Road, There are rustic cabins right near a pond where you can fish and canoe and a pool where you can swim. There are tall trees that give way to scenic hiking paths. Many say that it's hard to not fall in love with the beauty of Camp Karana. Camp chaplain father Eugene Lessard once said, quote, it's a virus. You catch it and you can't shake it, end quote. Which doesn't seem like a good quote. Yeah, it's way too soon. He definitely said that before 2020, so... Definitely. Um, I'll let it slide, but yikes, didn't age well. <laughs> From the official website, camp.carana.org, the camp was founded in 1937 by the Reverend Ronaldo Godori in Cumberland, Rhode Island, for the Scouts of St. Matthew Catholic Church of Central Falls, Rhode Island. Over time, Camp Carana expanded their mission to help any and all children develop physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Today, Camp Karana is a nonprofit summer camp open to any and all children. The camp has always been maintained and mostly run by volunteers of all ages and remains that way to this day. They offer eight weeks of day camp for ages 5 through 13 and four weeks of overnight for ages 9 through 14. The camp also gives out camper ships, which I've never heard of, but it's this cool idea where they give out full or partial scholarships to families who need assistance. Camp Karana has a very long waiting list, but with a five-star rating on Facebook and many positive reviews, I don't know, guys, it seems like the best camp out there. Quote, friends, families, neighbors gather to share in the spirit of Camp Karana. And there's this other quote that we got from one of their Facebook reviews. It's just, it's perfect. It says, quote, we're we're Karana born and we're Karana bred. And when we die, we will be Karana dead. Now say it in like a chant sing song. Oh, do you th- is, do you think they we're Karana born and we're Karana bred and, and when we when we die, die we'll be Karana we'll dead. dead. I don't know. I kind of see it as one of those campy songs that they they do. They're always like repetitive, and you just repeat it. I mean, it's very culty. That's a culty cult. camps are not cults. I went to summer camp. <laughs> it's cult. I mean, this is a like religious summer camp. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just went to Girl Scouts. Yeah. Um, no, I just that quote though. Like, we'll be Karana till we die. Like, <laughs> okay, well, if you're looking for like a really serious summer camp, check them out. Um, but they do have actually really good ratings, so I don't know. Maybe they are good. I never knew anyone that went there. You but, never went to summer camps? Like, this doesn't bring back any like childhood memories. Or... No, I wasn't a camp kid. Wow. What did you do in the summer? Um, we had a pool. So that's what I did. Okay. Hard flex. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Noted. Moving on. We sang so many songs. We sang like 
before dinner time or lunchtime or breakfast time, we sang like it was themed to the Adams family song. And it was like, actually, I kind of think it was a prayer. It was like a legit, it was at Girl Scouts Uh-oh. though. But like, now that I'm thinking back, it was like, we thank, we thank you for this food, Lord, and everything you do, Lord. We thank you for this food, Lord, to help us through the day. Da-da-da-da. Oh no. Yeah, no, that's definitely, oh my God. Yeah. It says Lord in it. That's, that's Catholic. Yeah. I think, isn't that a thing? Wasn't the Girl Scouts like, like actually religious? Like, wasn't it religious affiliated? I don't, besides that though, I don't remember anything else from it because it was like a moose song and a donut song. And we sang those when we were like walking through the woods or going to do something, but I don't remember like that we didn't pray or anything. That was literally mm-hmm. the only thing we did before mealtime. Interesting. Yeah. That is strange. I can, I can probably sing like five songs in a row repetitive just from memory. Like that's, that's, that's a lot of, a lot of summer camp for me. Yeah, let's just go through all the songs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just well, kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't we'll need maybe to move hear on back to the story. There's a reason I didn't go to summer camp. I don't think I'm the, I don't think I'm the <laughs> summer camp song kind of person. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess everyone did it. I had great memories of it. I don't have many memories. I feel like because they were all the same. But I feel like I had fun when I was there. Did you ever I get just- scared? I would be, I would be the kind of person that would get scared. scared if of what? I, it, like you slept there, right? It was like an overnight camp. Yeah. But like, I was the person that was there for like weeks at a time. Like I knew the camp counselors. Yeah. I, don't I didn't know. just go for like was a it week in the woods? Fun. Yeah. It was in the woods, but the camp itself was pretty contained. I feel like. I don't, I don't know. I think I'd be scared. Maybe. I don't know. But I think I would definitely be scared if I went to this camp anyway maybe this one from what the story takes place all right our first story reminds us that it's always the quiet ones that cause trouble now if you're a quiet one i hope you don't take offense to that but the story of fingernail freddy revolves around a violent man living in the woods or quote-unquote so-called violent man He supposedly had long fingernails, and this dates back to the 19th century, but the oral history seems to go back to the 20th century, too. The man that became known as Fingernail Freddy lived in the Diamond Hill area of Cumberland, Rhode Island. And if you look at the map of the area, you'll see that Diamond Hill area is just across the Diamond Hill Reservoir from Camp Crana. In fact, it's only about a five-minute car ride. It's no wonder that the tale of Fingernail Freddy was a favorite late night story over Camp Corinna fire. Maybe not a fire, but probably a fire. And perhaps there is some history to the story, or maybe it's become history around all campfires at Camp Corinna. Which, uh, to disclaimer, I never told scary stories or late night stories around a campfire. So I don't know what kind of camp this is. This is like a scary camp already. Yeah, but that's what I picture when I picture summer camp. I picture like, Maybe it's just because I watch too many horror things. Like I picture Maybe. scary stories around a fire. All we did around the campfire was literally toast marshmallows. I and mean, that's probably where my love of marshmallows stem from. Maybe, but I also don't think it's that all those people have are as obsessed with marshmallows as you are. Well, because they were scared and now they associate scariness with marshmallows. Oh, and I'm the only one that like just had like a grand old time eating my marshmallows. Maybe they were telling scary stories, but you just oh. blocked it all out because you were just 
face deep in a bag of mallows. <laughs> you might be onto something. Mm-hmm. You totally might be. Um, okay. <laughs> well, anyway, I will tell you the following story, which comes from Rhode Island Paranormal Research Group. And the story goes that a man lived in the woods around the early 1800s. This was in the Diamond Hill area of Cumberland, Rhode Island. And this man was what you could call a recluse with just one daughter. And because they didn't wander much from their homestead in the woods, the man's fingernails grew and grew. One day, three boys from town snuck out to the house and they set the wood pile outside of his house on fire as a joke, just as young kids do, I guess, to try to scare the recluse out but it was a joke gone terribly bad when you mess with someone's home property because the fire spread lighting the barn and the house on fire. And they had no idea that Freddie's daughter also happened to be sickly at the time. And she was inside the house and could not escape. Freddie saw the three boys run off as he attempted to save his daughter. And unfortunately he was unable to rescue her and he was burned and disfigured in the process. Back in town, the three boys were acquitted and the fire was declared an accident. Freddie demanded justice for his daughter, loss of property, and his burns. Obviously upset with the ruling, he threatened to, quote, levy his own justice on the three boys. For about a year, everything went back to normal, and the courtroom outburst was forgotten. The town just went about their day. But then, one school day, one of the boys who had participated in the fire in the woods failed to show up to school. He was found murdered. The townspeople remembered Freddie's threat and fear was cast upon the community. The townspeople remembered Freddie's threat and the fear was cast upon the community. Within a month, the other two boys involved with the fire were also found. They had been murdered. Their throats ripped out and their bodies clawed apart. The town was now in a huge panic and Freddie was nowhere to be found. About eight days after the final two boys were buried, a towns member randomly spotted Freddie sneaking into the remains of his home. That brought a search into the area, and lo and behold, a trapdoor was revealed. When searchers checked it out, the trapdoor hid the entrance to a cellar, where Freddy emerged from his hideout covered in blood, and the first thing people noticed were his long fingernails. They were so long and grown out, and it appeared he had sharpened them. Freddy was hung in the town square and left to rot. He was later buried not far from his home. This story also freaks me out because um, I'm just, are you with me on this? Generally, I get so freaked out when guys have like long fingernails. Oh, yeah. I don't know why either because, and it's not, it's not, I shouldn't say long. Like I'm okay with guys painting their nails or like growing them out or having acrylics on them, but I'm talking like un unmanageable unkempt. and like scraggly yeah, yeah unkempt yeah. and yeah. like even if it's just like their pointer finger that has gone into just a short little it could be short but if it's like visibly not right yeah, I know <laughs> like I get so freaked out you I know it's bad for your teeth but just bite them if you're not gonna clip them and take care of them just bite your fingernails yeah like, man that's what I do I mean, they're not I have a fingernail right now, actually, that broke and I need to cut it. And looking at it upsets me visibly. Like, it's just mm-hmm. bad. Like, after we record this, I'm going to go cut them. Mm-hmm. Happened at work today. I just hit it. Yikes. Yeah, I'm very OCD about fingernails. Like, if one of them is has, like, a little jag in it or something, it's, like, mm-hmm. all I can think about. And I until I get my hands on a filer, 
Yeah. Well that too, it catches on things and then it just is annoying. Ugh, yeah. So I don't, I don't like the idea of some guy running around with like long, like no. sharp nails, just like going about all I can think business. Of, all I can think of during this is the Guinness world records where the people have those long fingernails <laughs> and they curl around. Those and they are just like ribbon fingernails. <laughs> unbelievable. That doesn't even really creep wow. me out as much just because it's like, it's not even nails at that point. Like you're just like carrying around these like circular heavy things. It's so, I mean, it's really impressive actually. I don't know how they do anything. Yeah. I'm perplexed. That really gets my goat. The, the toenails that are like that. Ooh. No, yeah. no, thank you. No, yeah, that reminds me. How come? His toenails are never portrayed as big. Like, how come <laughs> his 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 shoes aren't ripped to shreds? Because we've all seen people's shoes sometimes where there's a toenail hole, and it's from your toenails. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we just like maybe we missed that. Somebody missed that. Like they didn't look at his feet. Yeah, maybe it was because he was half in the cellar when they found him or something, and they were like, "Look at his fingernails," and everyone was like, "Oh my god, they're sharpened," and they missed their his toes or, or maybe, maybe he kept up with his toes that's exactly what I was just gonna say maybe he perfectly maybe he went to get pedicures like he kept those up it's just the nail the fingernails wait a second they didn't have nail clippers in like the 1800s what did they do to clip their toenails and fingernails I'm sure they had something not like what we have today and I bet they had something that they used to file it but they had filers. Oh, that makes more sense if it was steel or wool or something that they yeah. not wool like she probably wool. used a freaking stone. Maybe that actually that's a good that's a good idea. I don't know, man. Now legend has it that anyone who wanders onto his former property in the woods is murdered, even children. Freddie's former house may be gone, but the foundation of the house is actually still there. But from what we've read online, the foundation is on private property. So, like, if you go, don't tell anyone that the killer babe sent you, please. Yeah, don't. <laughs> As the legend goes, because Fingernail Freddy is such a recluse and he doesn't like a lot of noise and disruption, which I totally get, by the way. Um, but because he doesn't like noise, you have to be quiet at night. Otherwise, Freddy might get you. Quote, don't make noise at night because Fingernail Freddy is going to come and claw you with his fingers, with his nails. That's a quote that they spread around. They probably said that all the time at the camp. So did the camp counselors just tell the story to keep the children quiet all night long? That's likely. But it doesn't mean that's not true. And then there's some other versions of Fingernail Freddy. Um, in some versions, he haunts Elder Baloo Lane Cemetery, presumably where he and his daughter were buried. And some say he lived in the cemetery. Other people believed he lived in the Diamond Hill area in Cumberland. In other versions, Freddie's wife and daughter were killed when the house burned down. And one user on Reddit, Pearl Jam, said, I wonder if that's actually the band that was posting on Reddit about it. Probably not. Anyway, Pearl Jam said, quote, Back in 58, he murdered his own family and half the people on his block with a snow shovel. He's been hiding out in the woods of Cumberland ever since. He was never arrested because there wasn't enough evidence to convict. They never found the bodies, but everyone around here knows he did it. It's only a matter of time before he does it again, end quote. 
which that I don't that doesn't even correspond to like anything we've talked about. Like nothing happened in 1958 that we've talked about. Also, how do you kill someone with a snow shovel? I don't know. I don't know. They're so New England, though, you know. I guess they're kind of heavy, but they're plastic. If you really wanted to, I guess there's a way. But half the people on your block with the same snow shovel? <laughs> it would be torn to pieces, I think. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just don't you, know. You know, you never know around these parts. They probably made them a lot better back in 58 than they do now. <laughs> Maybe that's true. Maybe they were metal. They probably were, actually. Good point. Some other users remember this legend as well. User Lucane again, again, whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Luke says... So when I was a kid and my older brother played football in Bristol, I remember being at Barnacle B's Beef on the Reef. <laughs> I've never heard of that and I don't want to go. Just side note, <laughs> Beef on the Reef. And one of the other parents talking about a quote, fingernail Freddy. Haven't thought about it for easily 20 years until seeing this. I didn't realize it was an actual Rhode Island urban legend. Just thought that one parent was making it up to try to scare or mess around with the kids. I'm kind of blown away right now. Yeah, we feel you, Luke. Another user, user, Fama Rhode Island. Oh, that's clever. It's former Rhode Islander, but they t- they spelled it like Fama Rhode Island. I did not pick up on that, so that's that's good. That's very clever. Good job. She says, or he says, holy shit! I remember going to McCole. YMCA in Cumberland when I was like 11 or 12, which was in the early 80s. And some kids were talking about fingernail, Freddy fingernails. Oh, they twisted it. They said he lived in the woods next to the field we were playing in and would come out to murder kids. The name always stuck with me because I'm heavily into fantasy and horror. Plus, I had the image of a weird guy with even weirder female fingernails. But I didn't really think about it again until later in the 90s when I had a revelation that Freddy Fingernails could have been the genesis for Freddy of Nightmare on Elm Street. Another user, Bonnie, <laughs> described her experience in the woods. They said, I've hiked to the old foundation where Freddy and his family homesteaded, and I will agree that the entire area is saturated with bad vibes, for lack of a better explanation. I took an entire roll of 35 millimeter film and every picture contained what looked like overflash. Thing is, it was in broad daylight and no flash was used. My my husband's digicam did get some nice pictures of the charred stones in the foundation, but as we were sitting there watching the video, we suddenly heard a crystal clear voice speaking behind our conversation at the time, saying to quote, get off my land in a low menacing voice. Again, we were very much isolated and alone. Neither Dan nor I will ever go back there after hearing that. Don't blame you, Bonnie. So I've heard people talk about finger Freddy na- finger Freddy nails, Freddy fingernails um, in the past couple of years. But when I've heard people talk about him, they say that if you drive out to the woods in that Diamond Hill area in Cumberland and you sit quietly in your parked car, you'll hear fingernail scratch along your car roof Mm, yeah everyone hates human nails on a chalkboard especially kirby but ghost nails on your car roof doesn't really sound much better but you know that for a fact um no which is i would love (laughs) to experience it so next time any of you are out in the cumberland rhode island area 
go try it out and then let us know what you find. Okay. While you were doing the lovely users, I'm interested to how many people have actually heard of it because I've never heard of it in this area at all around any campfires. But again, maybe I wasn't going to the right camp. Uh, but I looked up the origin of fingernails and it goes back so far. It goes oh, back into Rome. Yeah. Just like fingernails and like what they mean and having long ones at some mean. point, the yeah, body like part. having, having really long ones at some point meant that you literally did no work. So it kind of showed your social status, I completely which makes understand sense. That. Yeah. Yep. But I want to read you a passage from an article about superstition published in Boston globe in 1889. <laughs> I just really enjoy it. It says it is unlucky to cut the fingernails on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. If you cut them on Friday, you are playing into the devil's hand. On Saturday, you are inviting disappointment. And on Sunday, you will have bad luck all week. There are people who suffer all sorts of gloomy forebodings. If they absentmindedly trim away a bit of nail on any of these days, and who will suffer all the inconvenience of overgrown fingernails sooner than cut them after Thursday? Okay, well, that explains everything that's going wrong in my life. Yeah, you haven't been cutting them on a Monday. Yeah, and that must include filing them. And I do that all the time. Hmm. So there you go. But this is a better superstition. The white specks on your fingernails mean good fortune, but I'm pretty sure it's a calcium deficiency. It's so. 100% a calcium deficiency. So good fortune or bad bones, you decide. Yeah, good fortune or start drinking milk. <laughs> I don't have any right now. I have one that's been there for a really long time, but I've watched it just like grow up and up and up. Yikes. So I need more milk. Get this girl some milk. <laughs> he needs some milk. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't because I'm lactose intolerant. So uh, I can't. Catch 22. Catch 22. Okay. This second story, Charles Tory was known as Hotshot Charlie. He also lived in the Camp Karana area. And this story is pretty similar to that of old fingernail Freddy, but it's unclear if it's the same person or a different person, or maybe the story diverged into a two tales on two paths somewhere along the way. Anyway, anyhow, the story goes like this. Many years ago, Charlie was a homesteader who lived in a small log cabin with his wife and two daughters. His cabin was next to fields where he grew his own food, but he was always worried about the local kids because they would head out to a secluded area just to find something to vandalize. Once the mischievous kids had let his cow out, who then proceeded to walk all over his crops and caused some minor damage. Hotshot Charlie had no patience for the troublemakers vandalizing his property, so he went and got himself a shotgun and filled it with rock salt to scare off the kids. He had no intention of killing them. He just wanted them to just stop messing with them. So the next time the kids came back to his property, he shot at them. Now, rock salt isn't table salt. It's calcium chloride. If you're not familiar with that, it's not safe for pets, plants, or children. And when rock salt makes contact with the skin, it does cause salt burns. They're mildly irritating, but they can be very painful depending on how many shots he gets at you. So when the kids were hit with rock salt, instead of being scared, they got pretty annoyed and decided to go back and get a little revenge on him, even though they were out on his property to begin with. 
So Charlie was out in the barn tending to his cows and the kids went in. They set his cabin on fire. He went running back to his wife and kids to save them. But unfortunately, he was not able to get them out in time and suffered severe burns. His face and most of his body was covered in burns that left him disfigured. And he was filled with grief and stopped going into town, becoming a hermit in the woods. The legend goes that if any kids got too close to his property, they would be murdered. So pretty similar stories and other recollections. Fingernail Freddy's known as Hotshot or Hotcha Charlie. And they could be the same person, just in different times as the oral history got passed down or perhaps even more chilling. They're separate men who roam the campgrounds of Camp Karana looking for misbehaving children. Sounds like a couple of convenient stories to tell at the camp, if you ask me. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. There is a book, if you're interested in reading up on a lot of different uh, New England scares. It's by Mike Booley, and it's a self-published book called Big Todd, The House of Eyes and Growing Up Scared in New England. It sounds like one of those books that just might make our fake book club. (laughs) Our reading list. What do we call it? Book club, book club list. Yeah, so check it out if you are interested in some of the scared New England stories. Yeah. I think I'm going to go look for Fingernail Freddy. I'm definitely not going to look for him. I don't think I will be going to this camp if this is what they're telling you around the campfire. Unless they have marshmallows. I'll reconsider <laughs> if they have marshmallows. You throw in a few mars- marshmallows. She's there, guys. Yeah, I'll reconsider. Yeah, But you have to have like a whole bag just for me. <laughs> At least. At least. So that is the story of New England's Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds very, very similar to a popular Hollywood film. Although, like, not really, right? Because didn't Freddy Krueger, he, if you fell asleep, he was in your dreams trying to kill you. So you couldn't fall asleep. That was nothing to do with fingernails. I, I don't think they know. Just, I think they just shared the name Freddy. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I mean, tormenting kids. Check. That, check, that checks for both. Check. Creepy. We don't know what shirt this guy was wearing, though. It's unconfirmed. So that unconfirmed. might have been a creative liberty. Yeah, that's true. Well, we'll let you guys connect the dots on your own. That we will. That we will. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. It was a little short, but it probably should have been last week's episode. So just flip-flop them in your brain. <laughs> just pretend it's last week, okay? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We're extending Halloween, didn't you hear at the beginning? So (laughs) didn't you hear the news? (laughs) (laughs) Did you not hear the good news of Halloween? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, you've heard now, you've heard it here, and you've heard it first. So yes. If you have any topics that you would like us to cover, or you're interested in seeing some photos, um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Killer Babes Podcast. Twitter is actually Killer Babes Pod because it got cut off. And then if you have anything to tell us, we'll drop us a little love note or something. You can email us at killerbabespodcast at gmail.com. I know some of you troublemakers have been out in these woods 
looking for fingernail freddy so you better tell us what happened if you saw him if you heard him oh yeah if, if he give us some inside scoop on him if his nails are still are they still long did someone give him a nail nasty. cutter yeah let us know let's hook him up with a, a manicure yeah like it's not that hard you know <laughs> it's not that hard <laughs> You just can't do it Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we will be back next week with another yeah. spooky tale. And until then, don't fall asleep. Yeah, just stay up until next week's episode and you'll be good. <laughs> and you'll be good. Freddie won't get you. He won't get you. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye.